Welcome to Real Talk and Godly Vibes, the podcast where we have candid conversations about life and faith. We're here to bring you real talk about the ups and downs of life, all while exploring our connection with God. Join us as we dive into topics that matter, share our experiences, and uplift each other. So grab your headphones and get ready for some honest conversations and spiritual insights. It's Real Talk and Godly Vibes. today and how has your weekend been so far um this is by the time you hear this it probably will be october already this has been recorded on the last day of september um i had a very long day very very long day but i'm so grateful to god um it was an eventful day it was a beautiful day i'm so grateful to god for you know his grace and mercy and also for for taking us through the month of September. It came by so fast. Like it came and went by so fast. Is it just me? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, I'm grateful for all of that. So we're just going to get right into this episode. This is episode six. God's wisdom is profitable. So, you know, um, when people talk about wisdom, 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 I often think about how wisdom can also be foolishness. When I was doing my research on this, I had to look up the definition of wisdom, like I usually do with my um, topics here. So I'm just going to read out what I found. It says, uh, wisdom is a quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. It involves the ability to discern inner qualities and relationships, make sensible decisions, and gain insight. It goes on to say, wisdom is often associated with accumulated philosophical or scientific learning. It is more than just intelligence or understanding. It encompasses the soundness of actions and decisions based on experience and good judgment. Wisdom is highly valued and considered more precious than material possessions. That is amazing. It, it, it basically describes wisdom as more than money, more than material possessions, and more than, you know, material things basically so in in a nutshell wisdom is simply or we can say wisdom is simply the opposite of foolishness also there's a little twist wisdom can be foolishness wisdom itself can be foolishness And I say that because if our wisdom, human wisdom, 
is put side by side with God's wisdom. That's foolishness. And we're going to find it very soon. It's in the scriptures. We're going to come into that very soon. Um, and um, one thing we should also know is in life, it is crucial to know that you cannot rely on your own human wisdom. Because if you do, nine times out of ten, human wisdom fails. It fails. It really does. God who created us and created the earth, who was here even before time, already knows. He knows our end from our beginning. He knows every strand on our hair that makes our hair, every hair strand on our head. He knows it. So there is no way we can go through life depending on our wisdom. Going through, we can go through life with our own wisdom, understanding, and knowledge without depending on God. Right? Um, so once you acquire wisdom and making sure it's the wisdom of God, once you acquire the wisdom of God, you should also strive to acquire understanding as well. So when you acquire the wisdom of God, when you acquire wisdom that comes with understanding, it's a, it's a whole package, right? It's a whole package. Like some people would say, oh, I'm wise, I'm wise, I'm wise. But then when you look at how they do things, you're like, in your, in your head or in, inside of you, you're thinking to yourself, but I thought they said they were wise. Like, this is not what a wise person should do. That is because they, they do not understand what they are doing. To them, that's wisdom. Because of the myopic, you know, um, understanding that they have. They do not have a total grasp of the fact that this is not wisdom. This is basically foolishness. Um, so, I'm going to read uh, some scriptures out as I go as well. And we all know that um, the book in the, uh, of the Bible, the scriptures in the Bible that hold a lot of wisdom, which is basically called the book of wisdom, is Proverbs. So some of the scriptures I'm going to be reading out is going to be from Proverbs. So this one is from Proverbs 4, 7. It says, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom though it may cost you all you have in fact it doesn't say may though it cost all you have get understanding this was from proverbs 4 7. when god created this earth i know that god created this earth based on his wisdom he did because if we look at genesis he was very meticulous about how he created night and day, the heavens and the earth, the, the earth, you know, like humans, animals, the plants, all of it. God was, the firmament, God was very meticulous about it. That can only come about through wisdom. It really can because, okay, how did he know that, oh, when there's a night, there's got to be a day? You know what I'm saying? That is just pure wisdom. To me, that is wisdom. Um, so going further, I was also thinking to myself, 
how I have found my pl myself in places in the past, in situations in the past where I thought, oh, I'm wise. Mm, I did that. I did this. I'm, I'm, I'm very wise. No, that was, that was all just foolishness. Because then again, like I said, our wisdom is foolishness in the sight of God. It really is. And this is the reason why we have to be very humble. So if you are seeking for God's wisdom and you're not humble, I am sorry, my brother, my sister, you are not going to get it. You will not get it. As a Christian, as a believer, we need to submit ourselves to humility. We have to do it with pride. Pride comes before a fall. When you have so much pride in you, you cannot submit yourself to humility. And when you do not have humility, you will not be able to acquire the wisdom of God. You just will not. You will be working by sight, not by faith, not by God's wisdom. That is a horrible place to be in. Because sooner or later, you're going to fall. Yes, it is bound to happen. It is going to happen. So we have to bring ourselves, submit ourselves to humility, bring ourselves to learn, to be able to learn and to acquire wisdom. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read another scripture which is Proverbs 2, 6. And it says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Right? We already know that through our scriptures, God already tells us, Jesus tells us, if you need anything from me, all you got to do is ask. Ask in my name, and it shall be yours. We all, we all know, you know when you don't have the wisdom of God. You can tell, you know. Because you, you will sit down and be like, oh my, wait, what? Why did I do this? Oh my gosh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? That wasn't necessary, but why did I do that? It's because the wisdom of God wasn't present. It wasn't there. So let's all access ourselves. Look inside of you and um, bring yourself to submission if you do not have the wisdom of God. Uh, sometimes I still find myself short, but I'm doing so much better than I was before with how I move, what I say, how I choose my battle. These are pointers to know that, oh, okay, I'm moving a different way, how God wants me to move with wisdom instead of, you know, boom, 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 boom moving by your own human wisdom and then at the end of the day everything will come crashing down and you know in this life this life we're in we cannot go through this life on our wisdom it's gonna fail it is it is not it, um our, our human wisdom it's not fail proof it is going to fail it really is uh, so moving forward i also added more scriptures so this this is a story from the bible i'm not gonna read it i'm just gonna summarize a story this is a story of king solomon but i'm gonna put a reference 
um, on the, once I publish this episode, I'm going to put a reference on the summary so that um, you can go back and read it again in your own spare time. So this is from Kings 3, 16 to 28. And this is about the story of King Solomon and the two halots. So there were two halots living in a house. And they both, one of them had a baby the night before. And the other one had a baby as well the next day. Two sons. So they both went to bed and one of them slept on her baby. And in the morning, her baby died. When she woke up to feed her baby, he was already gone, sadly, right? So they took the issue to the, to the palace to meet King Solomon. Because the one whose baby died claimed that her baby is not her baby. That the, one, the baby that is alive is her baby. And the, mom, the mother of the baby that is alive kept saying, No, that's not your baby. This is my baby. What do you mean? You slept on your baby and he died. This is not your baby. This is my baby. And King Solomon was like, okay, you know what? This is how we're going to settle this. He beckoned on one of, his, one of his servants to bring a sword and said, cut this baby in half, the one that is alive. Cut it in half and share it to them. You take half, you don't want to take half. Mind you, mind you, the one whose baby is alive actually thought this was going to happen. And the way she reacted and she said, please, King Solomon, you can give her the baby. It's fine. Don't kill this baby. You can just give it to her. It's fine. If not for the wisdom of God, how will King Solomon know whose baby it really was? Because the one that his, her baby died, because her baby is already dead, she didn't care. She's like, yeah, cut him in half anyway. So we, we can both have dead babies. You know, that is like this story it, it hits a nerve because in this day and age, people just, well, a lot of people just move around on their own knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and pride, and everything. They, they probably wouldn't judge this case this way. But God blessed King Solomon, like most of us already know, with a lot of wisdom. And that was only because Solomon asked for it. Remember how I said that God always says throughout the scriptures, if you need something from him, all you've got to do is ask. If we need something from him, all we have to do is believe and ask. And when you're asking, believe it's already done. And that was exactly what King Solomon did. And he got that wisdom. He got it. Till today, he's recognized for his wisdom and wealth. He didn't even ask for wealth, but guess what? All of that wealth came with the wisdom. All of that recognition came with the wisdom, all of that power. He never asked for those things, but they all came with the wisdom. And you remember how in the beginning, from definition of wisdom, it says that wisdom is more than material things, is more valuable than riches. So you see how they all align now. And then there are other um, scripture that talks about wisdom but when this scripture is mostly preached it's usually preached um in a, um in association with how christians shouldn't um uh, allocate worldly treasures to their race to your heavenly race because you're going to leave all of that here you're not taking it with you to heaven it's here you're leaving everything here 
We came here empty-handed. We're leaving empty-handed in terms of physical things, right? But I also found that there's a lesson to be learned from this scripture as well when it has to do with wisdom. It's basically, it's like from the scripture, it basically says, this is a parable of the wise man and the foolish man. And I'm just going to summarize this as well. This is Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Jesus was the one telling um, the people he was preaching to about the parable of the wise man and the foolish man. The wise man built his house on the rock and the foolish man built his house on sand. And when the storm came, the foolish man's house sank. But the wise man's house stayed. It weathered through the storm. That is because of wisdom, 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 you know. Also, another story that just popped in my mind right now. Um, I don't, I can't remember where this, where this is in the Bible, but this just popped in, in my head. This is the parable of the ten virgins, right? Because five of them didn't bring enough oil, extra oil for their lamps. The other five brought extra because they did not know when the bridegroom is going to come through. So they said, you know what? We got to bring extra just in case. And then when the bridegroom came, they were able to get through with enough oil. Why the other ones only have enough oil? Their lamps went out and they were asking, can you give us oil? Well, they were like, no, we can't. This is, this is, this is, gonna, this is not going to be enough for both of us. We're sorry. Because of wisdom. They were prepared with wisdom. Right? This wasn't something they just did on their own. This was because they were wise. To foresee that we're going to need enough extra oil just in case. Anyway. Going further. Um, the Bible also defines wisdom as deriving from a relationship with God himself. Like I said, we cannot do this by ourselves. We, to get God's wisdom, you have to have a relationship with him. It's like you're learning a trade or a skill or let's say you have a family business and your father is the CEO per se and your father already has already told you, hey, if you need anything, let me know. You're going to take over this business. If you are not working in the full step of your father in that business, you're not going to learn the trade or the skills from that business. You will not. If you're interested in taking over, then you are always finding yourself liaising with your dad, finding out what's to be done, learning the nooks and crannies, the tips and tricks of the business, right? It's the same thing. If we want God's wisdom, not just the earthly wisdom or the human wisdom, if, you want, if we want God's wisdom... We have to have a relationship with God himself. You have to have your personal relationship with God. Yes, it's fine to go to church. It's fine to go to group meetings. It's fine to have, you know, um, group gatherings in church and outside of church with Christian brothers and sisters. But you also have to have your own personal relationship with God. Let God rub it off on you. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like that. So have your own personal relationship with God and I promise you, wisdom will come. 
God's wisdom will come. All you got to do is ask and submit your heart and yourself to receive it. Because it's, it's the best thing we can ever have. It's, it's, it's one of the best foundations we can have as Christians. It really is. Also, we all, like I mentioned before, the book of Proverbs in the Bible, it has many insights. So you can take our time and go back and read through the book of Proverbs. There's a lot of wisdom insights in the book of Proverbs. That's basically the wisdom scripture, the wisdom book in the Bible. All right. So without all said, um, I'm going to end this episode right here. I had a very long day, like I said, but I told myself I have to get this episode out. It has to be out today, 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 today. Um, so, oh, you know what? Let me read like two more scriptures. Just two more for the road. First Corinthians three nineteen. it says, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. Remember how I say in the beginning, the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. There's just no other way to say it. People think they are wise, wise, wise until everything comes toppling down, turning upside down. And then they be like, oh, I should have listened to God. I should have, I should have. Yes, you should have because God knows best, you know. And then the next scripture is James 1, 5. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. That is James 1, 5. So yeah, if, we, if you lack wisdom, you know when you lack God's wisdom, you can tell, you can tell. Um, if you lack wisdom, ask of God. He will give it to you freely and generously as well. Also, Proverbs 3, 13 to 14 blessed are those who find wisdom those who gain understanding for she is more profitable than silver and yields yields better returns than gold so yeah wisdom is more profitable than any money or riches you can have it yields better return than gold or silver or any of that materialistic things then the last one is ecclesiastes seven twelve. wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter. But the advantage of knowledge is this. Wisdom preserves those who have it. See how here wisdom is being compared to money? Like wisdom and money is basically the same. If not, wisdom is actually higher than money. Like we read in Proverbs 3, 13 to 14. Right? So it's just basically showing us the pedestal wisdom is being held to. So we need wisdom, wisdom to keep us, you know, to shield us and give us shelter through the storms of life so let's all ask god for wisdom um and i pray that god bestows wisdom upon us and i pray that for those of us who know that we need the wisdom of god that we bring ourselves to submission to humility do it with pride to learn from god to learn from people who've been there and now have God's wisdom as well. I pray all that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for sharing, for liking, for supporting. Leave a comment, your star ratings, if the platform allows. I really appreciate the support. I really do. And help spread the word as well. 
Well, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you. Don't stress and stay blessed. Bye for now.